Welcome to Lan Arcanum, the city of magic. At the nexus of three major ley lines, the city shimmers with magical energy. But that kind of power brings trouble. Trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. Luckily for the folks of Lan Arcanum, they have the Street Guard. The Street Guard is comprised of people willing to be in the Street Guard. It doesn't have any divisions, and they don't have any particular interests. The Street Guard deals with the most mundane and pressing of Lanarkam's issues. This is one of those times where they're going to be dealing with those issues. Today's episode, Good Cop, Bad Cop. Welcome to Lawful and Orderly. My name is Andrew J. Young, and I'm your uh, showrunner tonight. Your host? Host. Well, no, I'm not really the host. Um, this is a fun show that we do occasionally. Um, usually we do, uh, it's usually it's a D&D 5th edition podcast, but we are in between seasons right now. Uh, and we lovingly refer to these episodes as our City Stories episodes. So it's going to be a little uh, a little uh, off from what you're, you're used to maybe, but it's still starring some of our greatest and most favorite players. And let me begin by introducing Marty. Hi, everybody. How we doing? Oh, you can't talk back. You can't. Oh, okay. can. uh, also with us tonight is Clara. Clara, say oh. hi. 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 Thank you for uh, listening to instructions. I appreciate your conscientiousness in that. Yes. But so, yes, this is the stories yep. episode starring our very favorite NPCs, NPC organization, the Street Guard. Tonight, we're going to be playing a a hack of a wonderful, wonderful game called Lasers of Feeling, Lasers and Feelings by John Harper. Um, you should go play it at the end of this episode. You should go track it, track it down on the internet. It's free and available, and it's amazing. Uh, and uh, the hack of that game that we are playing tonight is called Good Cop, Bad Cop. Thank you, Scott, for that amazing name. He's not here tonight. So, <laughs> you, that means Marty and Claire, you are members of the Lan Arcanum Street Guard. Your duty no. is to protect civilians of Lan Arcanum from petty crime, secure the weird crime scenes for the goody two-shoes on the high guard, and get out of the way of the Black Inquisition. Your commanding officer, Lieutenant D'R.C., has been left incapacitated by a bizarre magical effect. <laughs> incapacitated. Indecapitated. In, indecapitated. Defenestrated. It's, it's horrible. Un, it's, it's not horrible. He's indecapitated, so it's cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, they mean the same thing. Decapitated wow. and indecapitated. It's like flammable and inflammable. I see that on a barrel, and it just it confuses me. It's like, does this one blow up, or is it a trap? It's both. But now... You, the rank and file of the street guard, have to run the precinct yourselves while your healers see to the lieutenant. Hopefully, nothing goes wrong. So, the way that lasers and feelings works, and the ways the way that good cop, bad cop works, is that our players will be describing their character uh, with an adjective and a noun from a list that they have available to them. They will choose a number between two and five that represents how much they are a good cop and how much they are a bad cop. Uh, well, there's no shade, no tea, no, no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. Doesn't matter if they choose to be very bad cop or very good cop. Um, they're gonna get a name, some equipment, uh, a cool goal, and then they have a very special uh, activity that they get to participate in. And then we will start the show. So, um, guys, can you uh, somebody step forward and, and take a look at a character styles and character roles and pick an adjective noun combination? Yeah. There's seven of each. 
into it. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff here. I kind of kind of want to share these with everyone, but... Um... Yeah, go ahead and read them out, Marty. Okay, sure. So for character styles, we have Undead, Fae, Dirty, Loose Cannon, By the Book, Veteran, or Rookie. And for uh, roles, options for our nouns, we have Sergeant, Parking Enforcer, Critter Catcher, Gate Guard, Traffic Warden, Corpse Watcher, or Beat Cop. Yeah, those, uh, <sighs> that's, it's not great being a street guard, a member of the street guard, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, Marty, did you have a combination adjective and noun in mind for your character this evening? I think so. I think... I, um, okay. oh man, <laughs> I think I want to be a veteran corpse watcher. Excellent. Uh, and Clara, feel free to, as long as you don't pick the exact same combination, feel free to overlap with Marty if you desperately want to, but if you would like to choose two very, very different ones, that would also be cool. I want to be a loose cannon parking enforcer. <laughs> oh, that is one of my favorite combinations. <laughs> Go oh, 12 inches 12 inches of 12 inches I'm gonna break your windshield <laughs> or your carriage uh, 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 grating lattice okay. lattice work uh, okay perfect so we've got a veteran corpse wielder corpse watcher and a loose cannon parking enforcer uh, and so uh, you're gonna pick a number between 2 and 5 a uh, high number like 4 or 5 means you're better at being a good cop which, in, which uh, means you're gonna be better at deductive reasoning uh, have a calming presence, and you're going to be better at remembering your police training. Uh, a low number means you're better at being a, the bad cop, which means you're going to be working more on instinct. You'll do better when instinct is involved. You're going to be more intimidating, and you're going to have those streets-wise street smarts that uh, maybe a good cop might be not so not so talented in. So this is your badge number, and these can again these can be the these can be the exact same. It's not a big deal. Okay. Uh, Clara, do you want to be... go first? Yeah, I can tell Clara already yeah. knows hers. Yeah, I want to be a two. Yeah. No, you know, yeah, yeah, let's do two. Does not surprise me. Just very uh, intense. I gotta, I gotta be honest. I also want to do a two. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. You like when you're, know. when you're a veteran corpse watcher, like you've, you've seen it all, and yeah. you've learned that none of it matters. The paperwork, the procedure, <laughs> uh, those corpses don't go anywhere. So tonight's game is actually called Bad Cop, comma, Bad Cop. It's going to be a romp. Uh, no. Um, all right, now you need to give your character some sort of cliched fantasy name. Uh, the examples I provided are Marwin Moonheart and Durgo the Bold, which are about as cliched as I could possibly imagine. Those are pretty cliched. Not necessarily bad, but very cliched. Okay. I can't think of a name yet. Um... For I mean, for a last name, you the the tradition is uh, put two nouns together. Yeah. Oh, okay. And for first name, you you can pick two real people names and like cut one and cut them in half and put the first and the second together. Mine, uh, my my character is uh, Lawrence Lumpfoot. Lawrence Lumpfoot. See? But he, but his friends call him Larry. Larry. Okay, mine's just going to be Frida. Uh, Frida. Frida Blood Cup. That is quite the name. <laughs> yes. Family, right. Quite a family name being passed down. Um, and then uh, you'll see your equipment uh, includes, it is comprised entirely of your street guard uniform and badge, a stone of near speech, which is like a really bad walkie talkie. It only works within maybe a block or two, 
uh, but magical. Um, a pair of uh, iron manacles, like they're okay, and a single weapon or magical implement. So if you guys each want to pick out a single weapon or magical implement for your character to have, we will be almost done with this character creation process. Ooh. Uh, can it can it be a tool? Sure. Um. I I carry a big roll of very strong crime scene tape. <laughs> Excellent. Strong crime scene tape. <sighs> okay, so I need I need two things, right? Nope, just one. Just one. Okay, yep, you can get a weapon, weapon or magical implement, or as Marty chose, a tool of some sort that will help you with your job profession. My parking permit. I would say a stopwatch. Ooh, right? a complex like stopwatch, sun sundial based stopwatch, or is sundial it based, <laughs> or is it just magical? Could it be? Uh, hmm. It could totally just be a magical stopwatch. Okay, magical stopwatch. Okay, okay, we'll think of a better name for that maybe later. Okay, timekeeper. Timekeeper. That that a means they, Well, I think timekeeper is good because that means it's a, it's a bespoke magical item that has been named. Yeah, it okay. is called Timekeeper. Timekeeper. Forged by the wizards of old, the Timekeeper is the tool all parking enforcers wish they had, but only <laughs> one carries it. Frida Blood Cup. The is Timekeeper. The, the Timekeeper. Is the Timekeeper. <laughs> all right, and uh, there's a list of goals, which I, w- I will read these goals aloud, and you just need to pick one. Uh, it's not necessarily anything you have to worry about mechanically. It's just kind of helps you... Uh, helps you know where your character is coming from. Uh, so the goals listed are become lieutenant, protect civilians, hurt bad guys, meet sexy elves, and you could replace elves with any other group if you would like, make some <laughs> extra money, solve actual crimes, join the High Guard, join the Black Inquisition, or just make it to retirement. <laughs> Up next is my favorite, my favorite part. But yes, we I'm, have goals, goals. I'm trying to figure out what, uh, I, th- you know, I think it's going to sound boring, but I think um, Lawrence, he just wants to make it to retirement, yes. you know. See, I felt that so strongly I put, about I, your character. I put in my time. <laughs> you know, there was a time when you could have convinced me, like, yeah, there's criminals out there what need taken down. But right here, I, I got my standing stance. And uh, the clock clock goes tick tock, or I guess it will, it will when they invent mechanical clocks. Uh, okay, so Clara, what is Frida's goal? Uh, what is Frida's goal? Frida Frida Blood Cup. What does she want to do? Let's say she wants to. Uh, let's say become lieutenant. Oh, she yeah. has aspirations. She's ambitious. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. she does. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, the next part is my the one I'm most excited about, and it could be terrible, it could be great. Um, unlike most of the rest of the street guard, or even the high guard, uh, you, your team, has an official vehicle. Uh, and this is going to be, in, in Lasers and Feelings, you get to design the spaceship that your crew flies around in. Uh, and so to, to make up for that in Good Cop, Bad Cop, you're going to be designing this vehicle. Uh, it is pulled by one of these things. Dire goats? Dwarves? Flocks of tweeter birds, or a single ooze monster. Uh, I hmm. I'm gonna suggest that we uh, or if you take, have a better idea. I'm gonna suggest we take turns on these. So uh, okay. Clara, if you would like to take this one. Oh, okay, so I think it's what's what are 
Are dire goats just like really big goats? Yes, dire like goats. Like a dire wolf is just a really big wolf. Exactly. Very okay. big, a little bit smarter, and a lot meaner if provoked. Mm. So they'd be goats uh, about let's... the size of like Clydesdales, maybe. Oh, wow, that's huge. Uh, and what about the ooze monster? What does it look like? A big old colon? Uh, no. <laughs> no, thankfully. Uh, a gener- genuinely, generally, it's probably going to be a large uh, cube or a large blob. Uh, kind of like the the titular blob from Blob. Uh, and it's going to have mm-hmm. reins somehow attached to, or the um, straps somehow attached to it. It'll be okay. pulling your, your, your vehicle along behind it. Okay. I'm going to go with the dire goats. I couldn't have it be pulled by wolves. That'd be like a, it'd be too much like a rickshaw. You know, I'd feel guilty about that. <laughs> yeah. They're brilliant yeah. creatures and very, very loving. Yeah, Dwarves or dire yeah. goats? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, Marty. So the next thing you have to decide about this vehicle is its special feature. And your options yeah. are, and again, if you have a, a more exciting, interesting idea, feel free to chime in. But the options available at the moment are mounted weaponry, left deliberately vague, an illusion crystal, hand-cranked sirens, or a cage. Um, let's and the implication see. is that if you do not pick something like hand-cranked sirens or a cage, then your vehicle does not have these, obviously. Right, doesn't doesn't have a way of making noise or holding bad guys. Correct. Um, I am gonna pick illusion crystal because that's the biggest question mark for me, and I bet it can do some really cool stuff. I bet it can as well. Uh, and uh, the last one, either uh, uh, Clara could take this, or Marty, if you have, if you want to weigh in. No, go for it, Clara. Okay, perfect. It, mm-hmm. Your vehicle has this one downside: it is either hard to steer. It's mm-hmm. magically volatile. There mm-hmm. aren't enough seats, or it is astoundingly loud. Uh, I would say, like, maybe magically volatile. Like, it's just illusion everything. Like, one time it looks like a, like a, like a storefront. The other time it looks like a, like a river. Oh, this is wonderful. This is... Yeah. <laughs> our our illusion crystal does not do the right thing at all. Perfect. Okay. That You're is like only... the reverse TARDIS. It's like they're. It's like you're like a. We bad, need a new model. Uh, and so we're gonna get started, and whenever we uh, come up against any of the last two rules, uh, we will address them. But for now, you find yourselves in the middle of the uh, in the middle of your station. Uh, your your lieutenant, uh, your boss, Lieutenant R C, who is a lizard person, um, has been stricken by a magical ailment, and uh, all of the healers. Uh, on staff uh, have, have taken to the, the lieutenant's chamber and are dealing with that. Um, the city is kind of in turmoil. Um, this is um, this is this this episode takes place during uh, simultaneous to the climactic finale that we have just experienced. <laughs> so it is it is late evening. Um, the city is in flames and uh, kind of chaos everywhere the people are, are rising up and revolting against the oppression of the high dragon uh the red inquisition is out in force uh, the high guard is out in some measure of force the street guard uh you you are just just as your lieutenant is stricken by a magical illness is when you hear the call by our very own skip skyseeker to rise up to throw off the shackles of oppression and uh it's at that moment that you, you know you see the dragon come burning things and then start driving off uh, flying off and burning the city so it's at that moment that you realize that you are the highest ranking officers in the station and it is your duty to go out and keep the peace as it were 
could possibly go wrong. Officer Lumpfoot, Blood Cup. Yes. Yeah. I have a report. Um, Boffo and Bungle are at it again. Oh dear. What? Oh, oh, oh dear. Boffo and Bungle, the the, the notorious criminals. Those two. During a while a dragon is besieging the city. I don't know if they. I don't know if they planned it this way or if it's just a, a astonishing coincidence. Uh, but they're they're up to mischief. There's they, they've got a magical circle going uh, uh going down at the rec center. And I'm oh afraid well. They, I'm, I'm worried about the rec center officers. It would be a perfect cover for most crime. So uh, absolutely. Also, yeah. What's what's up with like the the dragon is like a bad dragon, I guess, and there's fire now, and like the you know, news, it's the news guy is like getting real political, which I don't care for. Uh, hey, I'll tell you what. When you've been on this job as long as I have, you're gonna have seen it all. And this dragon trying to burn down the city that it purportedly took over to run. Well, that's just par for the course. Well, really, I've only I've only been here like six months. Is this really how the city is kind of all the time? Well, let's just say it's got its ups and it's got its downs. I, this, I mean, this has got to be like a real big down. So, okay, well, I've got a... As downs go, this is pretty high on the list or oh, yes. low on the list. I guess it depends on how you sort your list. If it's by badness, it's up top. If it's by goodness, it's very, very low. Excellent uh, charts. Yeah. Excellent charts. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you should have been here last yeah. year. I got to go back to the gate, though. So, no, I got to like, go back to the gate because, like, I, I, left, uh, I left Allison on duty and uh, uh, she doesn't like me or her job. Um, so, like, she might be gone. So I got to go back and make sure that either she's still there or that someone is there if it's not her. Oh, so, all right. Well, yeah. I recommend uh, every everybody get to cover, pretty much. You know, well, try well, not to get gate, burned though, alive. But, like, the gate needs to be guarded, though, right? Well, you know, that's kind of up to you. Oh, okay, great. Thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Larry. Great. And he, he, he goes over to the coffee station, <laughs> which is not nearly as nice as the high guard station. It's, uh, it's a... A um, almost pitted uh, iron pot on uh, a hot coals, and they're just making coffee <laughs> or himself a bowl of coffee. Okay, <clears throat> all right. Uh, so we have to get we have to get those two idiots together. Now, Larry, don't be dragging along. You know, I'm trying to impress the boss. Okay, so I can look good. Okay, so no 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 dragging along, please. Oh. You know, all I want to do is get through this day without getting burned alive by any large dragons or any other kind of magical creature. That's fine, but um, we just I just want you to put some effort in now, if you could. Okay, most of the effort, I'm, I'm going to warn you, is going to be put into not getting killed. Hey, Larry. Larry. Oh, yeah, Marsha, what is it? Yeah, Larry, um, I was just wondering, kind of, uh, just out of curiosity, with nothing else particular in mind, what is your favorite flavor of cake, if you could choose between vanilla cake, butter cake, and chocolate cake? Now, Marsha, I, I see you coming at me sideways with this in the middle of all this ruckus. You're not going to trick me. I do not want my retirement to be a big deal, okay? I do not. Okay, now I'm now I'm extremely curious about why the cake situation has come up. Why you'd be baking a cake for no particular 
I'm just taking a poll around the office. I thought I'd like to know what everybody's favorite cake is. Okay, so far, well, it's leaning strongly toward butter vanilla. Everyone likes butter and vanilla both uh, equally. I only asked two people so far, though. So, well, you know what? My favorite cake of all time is yes. uh, the flavor of nostalgia from when my grandmother used to make cakes for our whole family. Nostalgia. Is that like a? Is that like a fruit? Is that like a fancy fruit that I can go get up at the store? You could think of it as the memory of a fall day when the leaves are coming off the trees and the sun is setting low on the horizon. Leave it out in the sun. The orange light is streaming across the the way and uh, the sound of a porch swing creaking gently. Wood. Perfect. I think I can manage that. Uh, uh, Thank you. She she probably walks up without asking for... uh, but, for uh, Frida's uh, flavor cake. Oh, oh, okay, bye. Well, bye. you didn't ask. Oh, okay. Bye. She starts peeling wood off of the, the corner of someone's desk, just like prying up uh, bits of wood. All right. Well, Frida, I guess we we better saddle up and head to the rec center. All right. Excellent. Uh, let's go. Uh, I I assume you want to drive again. Absolutely. Yes. You, if if you drove, we wouldn't get there until like. Three weeks later. Okay. Hey, guilty right. as charged. All right. All right. Uh, All right, you guys. Where are the keys? Okay. Oh yeah, you hop right in this carriage. Uh, All right, we hop right in. And, okay, I think there are two dire goats, and they, of course, they each are named. So, Clara, why don't you tell me one dire goat's name, and Marty, you hop in with the other. Uh, one of the dire goats' names is um, Light Beam. Great. <laughs> And the other one's name is BGG. B G G. It stands for big, big grumpy goat. Big grumpy goat. Okay. It's not what you. It's not what you thought. I had no thoughts about it one way or another. Big grumpy <laughs> goat. Okay. Perfect. Uh, okay. So uh, you hop in uh, in the in the in the uh, cart uh, with BGG and Lightbeam uh, at the at the front, and uh, you take off, and their hooves are thunderous. Um, but after a moment, the illusion crystal kicks in and, and it softens the noise of their footballs. It has a couple of automatic features um, that are low, <laughs> low impact, um, but like have a high high effect on the quality of the ride. Okay. So. Um, so I I imagine the city's pretty much uh, hard to navigate with uh, all the the panic yeah, going on. Chaos is starting to spread. There are also fires are starting to spread. Um, but oh. yeah, the, the looters uh, are, 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 they're just starting to peek their heads out their windows saying like, is it time to loot yet? Like, <laughs> it looks like it may be almost time, like looting is time is so close. I'm so excited, but they aren't out yet. Uh, but the Red Inquisition has already uh, kind of come out and there are already people fleeing from various parts of the city that are on fire. Uh, so. As, as we ride, um, yeah, Larry's going to grab the, uh, the illusion crystal controls and uh, try to, try to fiddle with them to make it sort of work like a PA and amplify his voice and uh he's going to say attention civilians and citizens this is a notice from the street guard stay in your homes it is extremely dangerous uh your voice your voice echoes across uh, a couple of city blocks uh and people come out of their homes what are you out here i was a street guard look out what are they doing Hey, my baby was trying to sleep, and out here blaring your. There's a dragon <laughs> attack. Return to your homes. 
<laughs> so and um, see, the, okay. see the fire. And then Frida grabs the the micro microphone from him, and then she says, "Um, attention, citizens. Uh, anyone caught doing any in in a, any sort of illegal activity will be arrested uh, without see, mercy. See. Mercy, see, see, see. Without without mercy, no no mercy. Uh, see, to see, pros see. prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law." I'm sorry, did you say prosecuted or persecuted? Both. Very important to me. Yeah, we we lean in together to the mic and we say both. (laughs) Oh, thanks for clearing that up. Uh, And so people people clear out of your way at that. Uh, Your your streets are clear um, and you are luckily not to run into any Red Inquisition members uh, along your path. But you get to the rec center and sure enough, you can see uh, a non-fire-based light source from behind the rec center. And as as we step out of the vehicle, uh, Lawrence kind of regards the building, and uh, he's like, "Boy, the Mid Central Lanarkanum Rec Center. Boy, this place got a lot of memories here." And yeah. we well, okay, to- we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, uh, we flash back to one of those memories of, of Larry uh, only only three weeks ago at the mid at the mid central uh, rec center. Yeah, he's uh, he's telling himself off. Nothing like a good dip in the pool, you know. It's a nice low impact way to keep yourself fit. And that's it. That's the memory. <laughs> Come back. Ah, is it? It's a good rec center. They do have a pool. They have a basketball court. They have a table tennis uh, table in the center lounge. And all the kids come here to do their art, uh, to play their games. And it keeps them off the streets when they might otherwise be tempted by crime. And Frida uh, just comes out the car because uh, she wasn't there when he said, <laughs> when he was talking about his memory. It was just a very personal moment. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, uh, uh, well, all right, uh, uh, let's go get him. All right, do you uh do you want to do this uh and uh he looks around and by the book or uh should we give it the old pincher maneuver? She says uh absolutely dear pincher pin pincer. All right. Well, um do you do you want to play uh sword shield uh magic to see who goes around front and who goes around back? Sure. Uh obviously sword uh, uh, sword, shield, magic. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. Oh, uh, sword beats magic. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I don't understand the rules. Why the rules of the game are the way they are, <laughs> but I do kind of get the sense that I won. So, um, tell you what, I'm gonna knock gently on the front door, mm-hmm. and uh, why don't you go flank them? All right. And so uh, Frida uh, just hikes up her pants and like spit, and then she just goes around the back now. <laughs> uh, and you knock on the door, and it, it echoes from within. And then uh, uh, you hear what sounds like maybe a shout echoing through the building, and then you hear footsteps. And then the door creaks open a little bit, and you see you have to look up. You see a very, very tall person looking down at you from through the crack of the door. Ooh. 
Well, hello. What is it? And uh, we don't we don't want any cookies. Look, I'm not here for cookies. Uh, uh <clears throat> hold on. I'm not here for cookies. Um, I hear well, we don't have any cookies either, so it's good that you're not here for any. Okay. We never have cookies, nor do we want any cookies. Uh, uh, I, we've gotten reports that you guys are in here, uh, making quite the ruckus. Uh, why don't you uh, open the door and uh, I'll help you guys straighten it out. No, I'm not supposed to open the door. Buffo told me not to open any doors. Okay, well. Thank you, Bo, very much for your time. <laughs> and they closed the door. All right, so uh, simultaneously, Lawrence is knocking on the front. Was knocking on the front door. Right. Uh, oh, oh, you were at the front door, and she was at the back door. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Oh, did I speak uh, when I shouldn't have? No, you okay. you did great. I think no, it's fine. the best. Okay. Uh, you there's there. I believe she absolutely would have gotten around back and knocked on the door before Larry got Sorry. there. At all. I think Larry had another moment, another like. Oh, this mid central, this mid central yeah. rec center, so nice. Just uh, boy, I I should probably make sure that my subscription is up to date. I I might owe a payment. What? The door swings and open and you have to look down. What? Huh? Oh, hello. Uh, rec center closed. I... We're we're real busy. Oh, I I understand. It's your off hours. Say, I don't recognize you as someone who normally works here. They they move further back in the shadows. Yeah, uh, it's closed at off hours, and we're doing maintenance. Uh, well, I, then I guess you wouldn't mind if uh, a nope. member of the street guard came in to uh, give y'all a hand with the maintenance. You know, it's real dangerous outside tonight, and we're yeah, trying to like, get all the citizens home. Yeah, no, I feel like maintenance is fine on the inside. We're like, we're pretty secure here. So if you want to go do maintenance somewhere else, like that's fine. You do maintenance, and we'll do that. We'll do our street guard stuff in here. Okay, thanks, Mike. They close the door again. <laughs> <laughs> you could uh, alternatively. Uh, no, like, because Larry's like, well, that's weird. He told me to do the maintenance stuff, and he would do the street guard stuff. If at this point uh, someone would like to uh, uh, do something dramatic, uh, we can invoke some mechanics. Mm. But we don't have to. We can keep. We can keep. Uh, we can keep it cool. Keep it smooth. Keep it flowing. I would love to, but I really don't think that Lawrence would do it. This his <laughs> state. He doesn't know where the stakes are right now. Cool. Uh, you do see from the upper windows, light is getting uh, brighter, and it's it's it looks like the surface of a pool. If um, several multicolored lights were shining on it, and that was reflecting onto the the windows outside, so it's like a very wavy aurora borealis almost kind of pattern. Uh, yeah, Larry will <laughs> see that and kind of give a big, oh. Better see how Frida did in the back and uh, head to the back. I'm sorry, are you still here? We, we don't want any cookies. I, I told you we don't have any. If I had a cookie, I would share it with you. Okay. But we don't have any, so please leave. Uh, so what uh, Frida does is that uh, she takes her her stopwatch, right? Her timekeeper. <laughs> it's a good choice uh, of weapon and tool. My timekeeper, right? And um, let's yes, say timekeeper. it's magic, right? So can I freeze time with it? Could I do that? Um, I'm not sure that it freezes What? Time. What is she doing with that super OP timepiece? I think, I think it, I think it tracks time super in OP. very precise increments. Um, and maybe, uh, maybe you can, maybe there's, there's some 
uh, arcane use for that, but I do not think it stops or slows. Uh, time I should have just chose way. like a weapon. Okay. <laughs> nope, it's cool. I like. I think. I, like... I think she could hold it up like she's gonna stop time. <laughs> I and think see that if that be, works on this guy. I think that would be a perfectly acceptable uh, uh, method. Okay. Alright. Uh... Uh, I think that is. Uh, it feels like you're lying to this person. So I'm gonna say it's a bad cop roll. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and since you are carrying equipment, I'm going to say that you are prepared. Would you say that you're, uh, as a loose cannon parking enforcer, would you say you are an expert at lying to people and tricking them with the put the timekeeper, or is this something you don't usually have to use this for? I usually use it because I always try to say, hey, you know what? The meter was done 15 minutes ago. Sorry, bruh. <laughs> okay, well, then, in that case, uh, you were 1d6 plus another d6 because you are an expert plus another d6 because your equipment makes you prepared. So just roll nice. three, three six-sided dice and tell me what your results are. Okay. Five, three, three. Uh, so that is all three of those Those are are all successes. Yeah, above your your, uh, bad cop roll, which means you succeed above and beyond and you get an added benefit awesome. so why don't you tell me what success means what is this uh she's a it's a it's a very large uh um half troll woman so okay just so you know uh, so you tell me what does she do and then i'll tell you what your added benefit is okay uh so i hold up the timepiece, and Ooh. uh she's like oh snap uh she says uh um I'm, I'm, I'm late for something and um all of a sudden she just leaves the door unattended or she, or she opens she closes it but she doesn't realize that she left the crack in it and so with that um, i can like get in and stuff like that so you hold up the timepiece, mm-hmm. and she thinks that more time has passed like oh i've been down here for for for, for, for way too long i've got to get back upstairs I'm sorry about the cookies and she closes the door but as you say it doesn't it doesn't latch all the way and it swings back up a little bit and you're able to uh to squeeze through mm-hmm. and uh, your added benefit is that she drops uh, as she goes a a uh, a stone of her own. It's a a, a very dark black, uh, completely smooth uh, rock about the size of your fist. Okay. So you have that now. All right. So I pick it up, and I put it in my pocket, and I Perfect. head in. At Try. that point, Larry Larry finally makes it around from the front. <laughs> and uh and he's like well i didn't have any luck with the oh the door's open back here <laughs> thanks for waiting frida um that's that's good police work let's uh let's go get them come on you slow poke <laughs> yeah here we go <laughs> so uh your walk you traverse the darkened halls of the mid-central rec center um larry it's not it's not the same in the dark you're usually here late morning mid-afternoon maybe uh and the sun is always shining through uh down from the from the high windows uh and the light the torches are always brightly lit but in the dark uh, in the shadows uh, you see things everywhere and it's just it's not the same and suddenly you see something that isn't a shadow it's a glimmer of a flash of something something yellow and it it skitters past you on your left but whatever it was it's gone um and meanwhile, Aloe is just eyes, uh, not Aloe, <laughs> Frida. <laughs> Frida has her eyes straight forward and she's like, oh, make sure you check your, you check your six, Larry. Yeah, I imagine uh, Frida's well, very purposefully. Well, about that, um, 
Frida, do you remember when we had that plague of of uh, belighted rats? Where all the the rats were cursed to be the sources of light? They caught the guy that was doing that, right? Yes, I believe so. Yes, they caught Okay, him. well, I don't know. Maybe there's a few stragglers left. Uh, it's probably no big deal. flash of yellow on the other side of the hallway, and it disappears before you see it. Frida still doesn't see this. Okay. Boy, they... They yeah. are fast. Those those rats. I don't. Why are you talking about rats uh, may, now? Well, there's just little uh, bits um, of lights uh, scrambling all over the floor. I want you both to roll one d six, please. Okay. Okay. Larry, you better not be getting a cataracts now on me. Well, I think those are slow onset, uh, but Larry <laughs> rolled a two. Oh, okay. Well, hold on to onto that, Larry. We'll see what uh, what Frida gets. But Larry has invoked a special rule. I got a one. Uh-oh. You got a one. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. Against all odds. Okay, well, (laughs) Frida was successful because I was going for good cop. This was a good cop role, and you have succeeded against all odds at that, so that's amazing. Wow. And uh, Marty, uh, Larry has invoked uh, what in Lasers and Feelings is called the Lasers and Feelings role, and what in Good Cop, Bad Cop is called probably Good Cop, Bad Cop. The Good Bad Um, Cop role? (laughs) The Good good, Bad Bad Cop, Good Good Cop Cop role. Um, Yes, you you get to ask... A question of me, you Marty, get to ask a question of me, the GM of this adventure, and I will answer mm. you honestly. And your character will somehow obtain this information, or you can you can act on this information and and take a special like take a have to take yeah. a quick react. You could if it were normal, you'd be able to change your action, but since I called for the role, I, uh, you kind of react quickly. Yeah, I would I would like to. I feel like Larry needs some motivation here. Uh, he's he's a little uh, lagging, so uh, I would like to ask you. How serious is it if the the uh, the people summoning magic in here succeed? Um, it is deadly serious. Oh, okay. Uh, the 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 economic and tectonic fate of the city uh, is hanging in the balance here. Tectonics, okay. Economic and tectonic yeah. balance of Lanarkandum is hanging in the ba- or uh, fate of Lanarkandum is hanging in the balance possibly literally in the tectonic sense <laughs> so yeah so uh larry gets kind of a creepy feeling and uh he says frida you like the free exchange of goods and services for currency right i love capitalism okay i'm glad we're on the same page i feel like the capitalist system in lan arcanum might be under threat as as well as the very literal foundation of the city but most importantly our our economy and it's at that moment that frida mm-hmm. out of the corner of her eyes sees a snake uh it's maybe a two feet maybe two and a half feet long um but it's 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 bright lustrous mm-hmm. yellow and it's actually composed of a series of coins seemingly connected by magic so it it's as though you had a nice long roll of golden coins mm. and like if there was a string through them knotted at both ends so it has some flexibility to like wiggle mm. and stuff but there's also it's definitely a snake <laughs> like the end of this uh, has uh, a number of coins bent and curled into what is obviously a snake's head including uh, a pair of small fangs and this snake uh, slithers uh under right underfoot and disappears under a door oh, okay and uh and... frida goes she goes oh why did it no, have what, to, what is it? Why did it have to be snakes? And uh, she, she tells Larry. She said, Larry, um, yeah. oh, I, I think you don't have to get your eyes checked. 
I seen something, some gold, some, is a snake. Is this is a snake. You went right underneath that door. Well, I'm dismayed that you had to have this experience on your own before you would trust mine. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that seems odd, right? Was There's something strange about these animals. Definitely. Uh, we, we were called here this for a reason, I... definitely. We are definitely supposed to be uh, here. And it is at that point that you hear uh, that you, you hear you hear a loud crash, and the ceiling shakes and like uh, uh, dust and, and and splinters of wood and, and rocks fall from the ceiling above you. It doesn't collapse, but there's a heavy heavy shake and crash. Ow! You dropped it right on my foot. That's not very nice, Buffo. Well, shut up. It's fine. You'll you'll recover. Okay. Okay. I uh I think we should probably find them and uh ask just just what in the hoo ha they have going on yes, here. Definitely before they find us. Maybe. Okay. Well, I I wasn't going to put such a threat behind it, but um... well, it is fortuitous that she that uh, Frida said that because that is of course the moment when uh, the door uh, crashes open and you see the small snake uh, slithering out, uh, and behind it is a much larger snake. Uh, the snake is made out of gold bars, oh. um, kind of chained together in a very similar way as the as the gold coin snake. Uh, and this one does, in fact, lunge at Frida. Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives again next time for the thrilling conclusion of Good Cop, Bad Cop. Visit us at dndsvu.rpg.academy. Our whole crew can be found on Twitter. Scott is at G-E-O-W-T-F. Jeffrey is at A-T-L underscore Spielberg. Clara is at A-L-O underscore S-E-D-A-1. Marty is at Schmarty. And Andrew J. Young is at That1GM. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review. Or tell a friend about the show. Thanks.